It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Time on with Sam Hargraves on SEN. On the Cats and the Hawks, there's plenty to talk about and it's time to have your say on the games and the news of today. one 736 736 Another Easter Monday in the books, not without controversy. It's time to have a chat about that. Uh, yes, indeed. Welcome to Time On. Sam Hargraves with you this evening. one 736 736 of course, is the number. Hawks and Cats, the rivalry rights, another chapter, albeit with some little bit of controversy thrown into the mix. So I'd love to get your thoughts on it. one 736 736 It's reaction time to what you've seen unfold today. Uh, the Cats hang on. Uh, what did you make of the game? Did you enjoy the game? The last quarter. It was pretty enjoyable. Hawthorne kicking four out of the last five goals to make a game on it. And it seemed to me that the only time that the Cats wanted to actually take the game on was when they were actually under threat of losing it. Uh, and that moment with Henry um, in going through the middle of the ground, uh, I reckon that was about the only time that they wanted to take the game on with Henry and Clark going through the middle and Clark getting on the end of it. one uh, 736 736 is the number uh, we'll do heroes and villains after seven o'clock in the sporting capital. We'll get some of the coaches' thoughts from the press conferences the next half hour as well. But it's really time just to get your reaction uh, on the game. I've got a few. Um, it's a bit of a damning situation when the most interesting thing that happens in probably the first three quarters is that pigeon. Uh, this was not a game that was enjoyable to watch in really any way, shape, or form. And I reckon that's because we've been spoiled in the first three rounds. Uh, the new rules that have come in have meant that a new style and a new brand of football is being played. And we've sort of forgotten about it, haven't we? We sort of forgot about how much fun footy could be when it's played in an open and fast and fun format. Uh, it's enjoyable, isn't it? When we see the game open up and we see teams wanting to take it on and we see the full forward lead out and take it out in front, Duke's extended after a quick ball movement from back line to forward line, running and carrying link-up handball, running to receive, uh, those kind of things are very, very entertaining to watch again. And we just got a little glimpse into what we had been experiencing for I don't know how long. And it's hard to, to know exactly how long it's been, isn't it? It's almost like if you haven't seen someone in a while, one of my best mates uh, who I know is listening now, he didn't see me for a year. And in that year, I put on 25 kilos. So the last time he saw me, I was about 60 kilos ringing wet as an 18-year-old. He didn't see me for a year and I put on 25. And he, couldn't, he didn't even recognize me when he saw me. He, it, one of my best friends in the world, he didn't actually recognize me when he saw me. 
And that's because I had just blown out tremendously. 25 kilos I'd put on, I was standing right in front of him. He didn't actually know who I was standing right in front of him. It's a little bit like that, isn't it? You don't know how fat you've got until someone you haven't seen in a while says, geez, you've put it on. Uh, and maybe we just got a little bit of reminder about that today. Uh, one 736 Yes, it was close. Yes, it went down to the wire. But what about what we saw for three quarters before that? What did you make of it? one 736 is the number. Let's get into your calls. Uh, Wayne's in Taylor's Hill. G'day, Wayne. Wayne, just hold on for two seconds there while we get you sorted. Fire away, buddy. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I noticed that Harding for Hawthorne, our backman, he got injured. Just wondering, why didn't Clarko bring on O'Brien? And also, also that um, that goal that that should have been a goal, but they reckon that um, Geelong touched it. I think wherever the ball was going, it should have been called a goal, don't you think? Is this the the one that was touched on the line? Well, that that. It was called touched by the umpire and then they couldn't tell because it was the umpire's call and they didn't have sufficient evidence to overrule it that it, it stayed as a point. Is that the one you're talking about? Well, yeah. Well, you should work it out wherever the ball's going. That's the decision, surely. Well, that's not what what, what they went upstairs for. They went upstairs to see if it had been touched because the, um, the goal umpire called it touched, Wayne, and uh, because he called it touched and there was insufficient evidence. And I've been banging on about this from day one. Get rid of this until we can get the David Attenborough cameras on the line or wherever they need to be that can slow the hummingbird's wings down to every single beat of the wings, every single flap of it, or get rid of umpire's call and just go up and make a decision. Because the reason there's not sufficient evidence is because we haven't spent sufficient money to get cameras that are sufficiently good enough to do the job that we need them to do. It's actually embarrassing when these situations happen. Billion dollar game, and we just still can't get this right. One three hundred seven three six seven three six, and there's no bias in that. I'd be saying the same thing even if it wasn't a, a Hawks decision. I've been saying the same thing since this has come in. The arc. I mean, we. I, I don't know where we get our stuff from. Is it cash converters? Because it's not. It's certainly not the David Attenborough cameras. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Wayne, thank you for the call. Sean's in Frankston. Who wants to talk about the Cats? G'day, Sean. Two and one now. On the year and no no Cameron and, and no danger is a couple of positives out of that win today. Uh, yeah, mate, that is um that is a um a positive. But I, I just want to talk about Geelong's style of play. Oh, yes. Um, like, Don't we last, all last week yeah. I, I, like um, I'm a pretty big Geelong supporter and I still think after last week Geelong play a um a boring style of football. Like yes. the first halves, they, they they tend to take the game on a bit, but second halves I don't know if it's the way the opposition coaches or if it's just Geelong style, but I'm not. Um, I'm not overly confident that Cats can challenge for the flags. Um, I know that we have Danger, Rowland, Cameron to come in. Um, Mitch Duncan was a big help today. Yep. Guthrie played unbelievable. Yeah, he was. Um, he's a star. He was a star. Um, yeah. So I went to the game today and I, I was sitting near, near the fence area and I, I just don't like the way the, the Cats um, style of footy in the, in the second. Like the second half, they, they, it seems like they try to save the game too early. Well, that's, so, like, yeah. I, I, I could be reading too much into it. No, you're not. Um, no, you're not. Yeah, I, I just think that man that stands stand on the mark will doesn't suit Geelong's style of play. Well, we don't know that um, yet. They, they, we, we, we don't know that yet, Sean, yeah, because they haven't actually tried yeah, to play any they, different. Yeah, well, you know, three games in, we should... Should have some. I know we played like we got beat by Adelaide over there. Full credit to them. Yep. Um, 
last week we were lucky. We were, you know, three, four goals up against Prince Lions, nearly got run over. Same yep. as today. Yep. Um, but, you know, obviously full credit to Hawthorne, you know, um, to, to get as close as they, they did. But, you know, that's just a typical Easter Monday game. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm just not overly confident on, you know, if we come up against Tigers or, like, we got Richmond, we got, we, we, we got uh, Melbourne next week. So that's... that's you know, they, they finished, um, did they make the eight? I can't remember. No, they, they didn't. Like, no, they didn't. No, That's no. a great point that you, you bring up, Sean, and I thank you for your call. So at the moment, at the moment, Geelong have played two teams that finished outside of the eight and one team that, that, that finished in the eight uh, last year. So you've had, you're, you're two and one. Uh, Brisbane, that, and, and it'll be talked about, and it shouldn't come down to one decision, but there is an element of luck in that because you, that you had the decision go your way in the final seconds, uh, so that wasn't a loss. But you got you you got shown up by an Adelaide side who wanted to play footy the way that we're hoping that most teams would play it this year, and that should have been an embarrassing loss, and it is an embarrassing loss to to a team that finished uh, bottom two and at the bottom of the ladder last year. You've come up against a side that no one's got any great expectations about today, and you've just gotten over the line again. Uh, because it's a slow-down style of play that you tried to put them to sleep, and the way in which the new rules are now, you're going to be run down a lot quicker and a lot easier than you have been in the past if you try and slow play and safe play footy this year. And these aren't these aren't the Richmonds and the West Coast that are doing this to you, Geelong. This is bottom four sides. You've been beaten by a bottom side, and a bottom four side last year has almost stolen it from you. So that's a concern. And I've, by the way, Geelong was my tip for the grand final. Geelong was, Geelong's my tip this year to win the grand final. But I agree with you, Sean, as a fan, I don't think they can win it playing that way. But we will wait and see. Uh, it's, it reminds me of um, Billy Hoyle. You'd rather look good and lose than look bad and win. It's not exactly the same, but it's you'd rather do it your way uh, and lose, it seems, than, than do it maybe the right way and win. And, and that might be ultra critical that might not sit comfortably with a few people, but it's just, it's a little bit of stubbornness, a little bit of defiance. And yes, you got the win, but you've only just beaten a bottom four side from last year. You only just beat a top two side last year who came back at you late. And you should have put that one, put that one away a lot earlier. And you got pantsed by the team that finished on the bottom of the ladder. Uh, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. John's in South Moran. G'day, John. Good evening. Um, uh, disclosure that I'm a Tiger supporter, but I, I did watch the game today and I actually enjoyed it because it was a contest. Um, a lot of these these games now with a fast style of play, although it's enjoyable in parts, you're going to get a lot of blowouts and we're seeing a few games which are probably done and dusted at half time. Mm. So I don't necessarily know whether that's going to be a great thing. And um, the second point is that I think with this new style of play this year, we're going to see team defence pretty much go by the wayside. So, you know, I don't know whether that's necessarily a great thing. Um, do we want, you know, sort of netball style or do we do we want that hard contest? Because um, I'm still sort of on the fence with this one. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it, John? And and by the way, I think I'm going to have to make a culprit on these new rules. I, I was in the camp that thought that I don't think they'll make much of a difference. Uh, I still want to wait a couple of weeks before I put my hand up and say, oh, I got this wrong. Um, but it's leaning that way, isn't it? And, and here's what I'd say about the close game today. You don't sit through a bad movie because someone told you that, that, that there might be a good ending. You just don't sit through it. 
you know, the, the Sixth Sense isn't a great movie just because of the twist ending. It's a good movie because it keeps you there the whole way. I fell asleep in the second quarter. I haven't been feeling well today. I was on the couch. I actually fell asleep watching a team I barracked for and a team that I tipped to win the grand final. I fell asleep watching that second quarter. When the most interesting thing of the first half is a pigeon, I reckon we've got a little problem. So we don't, of course, want blowouts every week, but I don't know if we want today either. And maybe that's because we've been spoiled now. Again, we didn't realise how fat the game had got until someone who hadn't seen it for a while came and said, geez, you've really stacked it on. It's not a bad analogy. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 George is in Diggers Rest. G'day, George. Yeah, g'day. Uh, I heard you earlier about uh, the, uh, a few quarters ago, um, just in regards to that, you know, we can't get it right. It's a million-dollar game. Like, billion. I'm all right with the fact that... Oh, well, sorry, billion. But I'm all right with the fact with, with those goal decisions. I'm okay. I'm okay with those. It's more the fact that the umpires can't get their decisions right where, where, where it's due for free kicks to be paid. Like, you know, I'm a Hawthorne supporter, yes. I'm frustrated. It was a great game, yes. These games are close and they are great to watch. But at the same time, these umpires have got to, you know, they've got to be more thorough. I don't think they're thorough enough. You know, it's... George, I, I would respectfully disagree there. I think players make far more mistakes in games than umpires do. It's just that we seem to have higher expectations on the umpires than we have on the players. There's a reason why disposal efficiency at its best sits at around 80% at the the elite, elite, elite. We, we accept 70 to 75 as good disposal efficiency when teams play today. I mean, even Geelong, who just wanted to play, keep things off, when it's 74%. Hawthorne went at 76%. Today, um, I think we're. I think we expect the umpires to never make mistakes. I think we're okay for players to make it. Uh, there were some decisions that, again, you go, "Geez, I, I don't know about that." But we get the advantage of a second look and a replay and a slowdown. When it comes to the goal line technology, I don't mind that the umpire on the line can't see that. But if they can't tell, then don't make a call. Actually, take it upstairs and adjudicate it correctly. Because this, well, he's made a call. There's not sufficient evidence. There's never sufficient evidence. I mean, how often do we hear insufficient evidence? Because the cameras aren't good enough. The cameras aren't good enough to pick up what we need them to pick up. So therefore, it's a bit farcical. So if we're going to not have the right technology, then at least give it a chance for someone to look at it and say, well, based on that, if we're going to go upstairs, let's go upstairs unimpeded is what I'm saying. Because it just, it, it's just ridiculous. There's never sufficient evidence. So don't even make a call if you're unsure. Take it upstairs and we'll have a good look at it if we're going upstairs. one 736 736 Thank you for the call, though, George. Joe's in Roeville. Wants to talk about the Hawks. G'day, Joe. G'day, Sam. How you going? Really well, thanks, mate. And you? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Listen, I'm, I'm a Hawthorne diehard, mate. I'm just driving home from the game. And you know what? I'm so proud of my team. Yep. The last two weeks we played Richmond. And we went lost by 29. Today, Geelong, I mean, if Richmond and Geelong are supposed to be the benchmark of the, the last year, maybe we're not that far off. I mean, at least we're competitive. We're, we're having a crack. You know, the young kids having a crack. And CJ, mate, how good are going to be this kid? Bit of oh. excitement, mate, you know? Yeah. That's what we need. That's what the game needs. I uh, couldn't agree with you more. Um, there's, again, 
I, I had Hawthorne finishing bottom four this year. So to see that they've been competitive against the run, and this is not from a Hawthorne supporter point of view. This is just from looking at that team's point of view. To see that they've been competitive against the reigning premiers, um, they've pushed a top four side all the way again, and they came back from 39 points down uh, against Essen. And I think it's been three pretty positive weeks from Hawthorne. It's interesting, isn't it, that you can walk away with a four-point loss in a game and everyone says, yeah, well done to them. Um, they tried all day. And then we're looking at the team that won saying, geez, if that's the best of Geelong, then maybe maybe that's – and they've got every element that you need to win a, a premiership Geelong. I mean, they've gone and added what they thought they didn't have. They've, they've added Higgins, and it was sad to see him go down with injury today. Isaac Smith makes a difference uh, on a wing, and Jeremy Cameron we know is going to you know, have an impact when he comes in, and that makes them very formidable uh, to have a look at the Cats. And I still think they can win the flag. I don't think they can win it playing like that and playing how they have been. I just think they'll get chopped out uh, and chopped up um, by better sides. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Joe's in Point Cook, which we'll get to on the other side of this, Joe. So you stay right there. Keep some powder dry, and I will come to you uh, on the other side of this. Uh, a lot of people wanting to have a little chat about what unfolded at the MCG today. This is time on. one three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 is the number. Uh, you can get in touch on the temper text as well. Temper is a mattress like no other. 0433981116. On SEN, your home of sport. Time on. Do you don't know where the music went. There's no music in that intro. Uh, anyway, welcome back to Time On. Sam Hargraves with you, one 736 In case you missed it, Isaac Smith, the former Hawk, won three flags with them. Uh, spoke to Channel 7 after the game, uh, now playing for the Cats. Yeah, I, I said to Luke Bruce about two minutes ago, it always happens. So yeah. uh, it was a great contest. And as I said last week, it was a 50-50 contest in the end. Unfortunately, we won. And what was going through your mind late in that final term? Just thinking, Cross, if I get the shot off the side, what's going to happen here? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're back at the G. Everybody loves this Easter Monday clash. And the players, the coaches, the supporters, do you really feel that added intensity out here on the ground? Yeah, it's awesome. It's a standalone game, and it's both clubs' opportunity to showcase themselves each year. And um, I think we do a pretty bloody good job at it. So um, I'm sure the footy world loved it again today. Yeah, well done. We will let you go and soak this one up with your players and your ex-teammates, but congratulations. You get the pine this time. Thanks, Abby. Cheers. Uh, Isaac Smith, thanks to Channel 7. Uh, had an okay day today, uh, disposal-wise. The former Hawk, just uh, having a look through his numbers. I've just got to scroll down a little bit. Uh, 15 disposals for him uh, at 75% uh, efficiency. Um, uh, off the text here. Pretty sure I heard booze for Smith. Disgusted, I guess. Uh, I reckon that's probably someone referring to uh, me giving the Collingwood fans who booed Adam Trelaw a clip when they did that. Uh, no, because they're totally different situations. Um, it's, I, I gave Essendon fans a clip when they booed Scott Pendlebury uh, on Anzac Day. I gave Port fans a clip when they booed uh, uh, Sean Burgo and Jarman Impey uh, and Chad Wingard uh, in Sir Doug Nichols' round, even though they were former Port players. I thought that was a week he probably could have left that alone. Uh, but I won't be having a crack at Hawthorne fans for booing Isaac Smith. I wouldn't have booed him, but I can understand that's part of the theatre of it. When a player leaves your club to go to another club, that's part of it and that's okay and the players expect that and they actually enjoy it they understand that it shows that those fans cared about them so no I'm not going to have a crack I probably wouldn't I understand that Isaac Smith he won three premierships for Hawthorne so he's you know 
he leaves with best wishes, whatever he decides to do. Part of three flags, part of an incredible era of success. Um, like a lot of players in that era, played for unders. So was looking for a deal that might have been a bit better than what Hawthorne could offer him to finish out his career and got that. So I think you wish those people all the best. I'm not going to have a crack at the Hawks fans. They probably did that uh, as a bit of fun. The Hawks players were, were keen to try and uh, get into a little bit of niggle with him as well. Um, so no, I, I wasn't disgusted with that. I wouldn't have booed him, but I can see why it happened. And to compare that to Adam Trelaw is just, again, uh, unnecessary and um, ill-informed. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 off the text, 0433981116. Uh, the only thing I'm not happy with today's game is the holding the ball when the umpires do not pay it. When is it there when it's there to pay? There's a few coming in regards to umpiring. Uh, it would be nice if it was harder to tell you support Hawthorne and hate Geelong. You should be able to tell I support Hawthorne. I think I said it three times. Uh, and I don't hate Geelong. I actually tipped them to win the grand final. Uh, so, But I appreciate the text nonetheless. Joe is in Point Cook. We're going to keep these calls rolling. We've got to get to a break very shortly, and then we'll keep them coming into the sporting capital. But, Joe, uh, far away. Oh, Joe, where, where have you gone on me? There you go. Far away, Joe. Yeah, Sammy, just a bit gutted with the Hawks tonight. Just feel like uh, we've lost a bit of composure. We aren't the Hawks of old, which is quite sad, unfortunately. Yeah, it's, it was interesting, wasn't it? A couple of kicking turnovers that you wouldn't have seen back in the successful era, would you? Um, you know, the Frost one into the middle, that really hurt. Howe turned it over late near the end as well. So it's it's probably something in Hawthorne's list that seems to have dwindled a little bit is that they only tended to recruit elite kickers and uh, there's a few in the team at the moment that probably wouldn't tick that box so there was probably some uh, there, there was some turnover errors and, and they'll look at that themselves so and I, and I would look to blame those things before I look to blame umpiring Joe yeah exactly right totally agree it's just yeah unlucky but yeah hopefully they learn from it and move on and fingers crossed Absolutely, mate. Thank you for your call. Really appreciate it. Keep the calls here. James, Pete, Sam, Damien, John. We'll get to you on the other side of this, a sporting capital. Uh, we'll do heroes and villains as well, but there's plenty wanting to have their say, and you will get that chance to do that straight after this on the sporting capital, SEN. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free, and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.